Hello. Hi everyone. I'm currently upside down. Welcome back to a phone call to the world. Hi everyone, before we get any further, please know that you can skip to 7.50 or 8 minutes in and know that there will be no mention of Storm Eunice or Storm Dudley if you were directly or indirectly affected. Thank you. Did she just say she's upside down? Yes, she did. And it is harder to speak than you would think. I'm currently uh, half off the side of a bed like a child. Um, after cleaning the entire floor, but my hoover broke, my vacuum broke. And so I used a good old brush and hand mopped the floor. And it was more <laughs> relaxing than I ever thought. It would be. And now I'm just laying on the bed and I thought I'd call you to say <coughs> hi. Because February is disappearing like liquid. We are well into the second half of February. I feel like it'll be over in the blink of an eye. So um, I have exciting news. I recorded an episode with a couple of friends yesterday. Um, it's going to force me to edit um, and learn how to edit. So I'm excited for that to come out. But equally, I will have to start editing it or something at some point. Um, it's more likely that it will come out in March. I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah. I'm excited for next week, got a lot of things planned, um, but right now there's a storm in the UK and it sounded scarier on the news, I'm not sure if it's going to pick up tomorrow, um, but yeah, this is this is what we heard on, on the news. It's these areas where there's a significant risk of some damage, disruption and a risk to life as well from flying debris. And also in these areas, environment agencies issued a number of severe flood warnings because as those winds really start to funnel, get up to about 80, 90 miles an hour through tomorrow morning. If you couldn't hear that, they were saying Storm Eunice, that's the name of the storm, had a significant risk to life or damage to property um, and also had a risk of flood and sleet and snow, which is more likely up in the north. Which then begs the question, whereabouts in the UK is this storm really going to affect Mr Weatherman? To be honest, just about anywhere across England and Wales could be having some problems tomorrow. There's an amber warning more widely across Wales and much of England too. And uh, what's unusual this uh, storm is that inland we could be seeing gusts of around uh, 60 to 80 miles an hour. And that's going to have an impact on transport, probably power as well. And uh, if you have got any plans, consider them wisely before you head out tomorrow. Absolutely fabulous. But do you think British people will really take it seriously? Are you sure we can't go outside? <laughs> By this point, I had already taken it seriously. I have had a degree in geography and it was bringing back all of my lecture notes on um, explosives uh, cyclogenesis 
um, which I had studied and the case study I remember was like in 1990 in the UK that has happened before and now it's happening again so it's slightly geeking out but when he said risk to life and property I felt kind of guilty for <laughs> getting excited about it. Anyway, this is what he said next. Met Office will only ever issue a red warning if they think there is a significant risk to life and to property as well. And so when that is sort of triggered, the red warning, that's when you really, really do have to stay alert. Uh, and they wouldn't do it without huge, huge consideration to what the impacts may be as well. So for us, red warning is that, that, that big one. It is the big one. OK, I've been warned. It's serious. Probably don't go outside and drive. And... Driving in Stong Dudley the day before was already scary enough. I had to drive home and the whole day I was kind of anticipating the drive. Um, apprehensive of the drive, is that the word? Whatever. It was fine, but yeah, it, I trust me, I took it seriously. I didn't want to go outside anyway. Um, but then, later in the broadcast, he had the audacity to say this. This is just, for me, a big winter storm at the moment. I'm kidding, I took that completely out of context. Um, that was his answer to the question, can you use this as evidence for global warming? And he was saying, no, it's just a winter storm. Um, you could use it as evidence if it was more frequent and on a larger scale more often. Um, so yes, I did take that out of context. But still, he was like, no, it's just a winter storm. <laughs> just, I love that. Anyway, the storm, I, f I felt like Storm Dudley that hit the other day was, affected me a lot more because I had to drive in it and it knocked over a tree in our front garden, which, don't worry, it didn't hit anything and it had been dead, dead for two decades and um, it needed to be brought down but it was too expensive and it's harder than you think to do it yourself because we needed to hire a saw and no one got around to that and eventually... It was gone with the wind. Um, anyway, enough about storms. Um, I just really hope that everyone was safe and well. And um, I was interested to see that it did bring up some anxiety. In, in the morning, it was just like not something I experience on a daily basis. I'm very grateful that I don't have to deal with natural disasters often or crazy weather. Oh, sorry. Um, bad weather. Oh, I don't want to call it bad either. Struggling with my language. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so I woke up this morning and the storm was really like quite loud. I'm not used to that howling wind. Um, and I just couldn't get used to it. And I found myself like prepping almost, like finding my headphones, um, like kind of anchoring down to do my work and just ignore it. Um, but then eventually I had to go outside with my dad to weigh down the bins and like put some chairs in um, the shed so they don't fly away. And I think going outside really eased a lot of that fear because I just saw it was a lot of wind and I wouldn't get like flown into the air or anything. Maybe if it was really, really strong. Um, but yeah, I think just going outside made it a bit better. And it ironically it wasn't as loud when I was outside but it was way louder when I was inside like just the sound of the wind hitting the windows is yeah slightly unnerving maybe because they use it in films in tension points but yeah right enough about storms 
let's stop. <laughs> I really want to make this space more interactive so I should probably utilize this question that I can put on Spotify but I might ask the question what question do you have for me to talk about just like any topic that you can think of or question you want to ask me put it in the question below if you're listening on Spotify and you can help me out <laughs> Because eventually that's how I want to interact with people. I want to talk about, I just want people to give me like one word or like a theme and I will very happily chat away about it. And also I'm loving the feedback of people saying that they were listening to my podcast and doing an activity. It's always like, yeah, I was listening to your podcast and I got to clean my room or like I did the dishes or I was driving and I love that um because I do the same like I listen to podcasts and do something um but with me I start listening to podcasts and then I end up like sitting down and just listening or laughing so hard I can't get on with what I'm doing it's just really fun to see how other people like listen to my podcast and it's also a confirmation that ah I have a podcast anyway <laughs> you know what I feel like putting in another little jingle because that last one was really nice I'm in a really calm spacious mood is that a feeling it is now yeah I just feel like maybe because I've just cleaned up I cleaned up my room I changed my sheets um I feel calm oh the wind has stopped <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be it. It sounds calm. Um, but yeah. Okay, I'm gonna add another little jingle. What's the vibe? What vibe do I want? Maybe something a little... a little cheerful? Let's try. Spacious is such a great word because it shows how quickly your capacity can change. So what I mean by that is this week I have been working so much and on a really monotonous task that I'm, I'm really proud of myself. I got a lot of stuff done, a lot of driving. Um, there were a lot of stressful moments, but I didn't fall under, you know, um, I feel like my capacity's just stretched and it's only because I've been doing this work for a little bit longer. I'm starting to really understand what I'm doing and I feel like the pressure always comes in when I'm in the unknown, like there's fear with the unknown, I don't know what I'm doing fully, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Um, yeah, there's a pressure to focus a lot more. Um, but when you start to know what you're doing, even if it's stressful or busy, you can just kind of get on with it. And I'm also really lucky to have some great people in my corner who can remind me what I remind you about. So they can remind me to, oi, rest, eat, drink water, you know, switch off, you know, just give me a hug or something. Um, so yes, I'm extremely grateful for that. But I've done great. 
Um, I'm not overly tired or anything. Um, I finished a few shows on Netflix. I don't know if you are interested in what I watch, but the first one was Our Beloved Summer. It's a Korean drama and it is so good. I think it's one of my favourite of the dramas that I've watched. The second one is Raising Dion, season two. I'm confused at the way it ended. I'm not sure if there's another final episode that's going to come out of season two, but if not, then we're going to have to wait for an entire other season. Um, series I'm waiting for another another season on is Killing Eve, definitely. I don't know if that's UK specific, but I know it was like top rated. Um, TV shows that I liked last year would have been like Made, um, oh gosh, so many. I've watched way too much Netflix last year. I mean, I know there's no such thing as too much. Um, I mean, there is, but like, not the way I did it. It was like after work for an hour until I went to bed. And then sometimes it was three hours, but it's okay, it's fine. Um, oh no, I just remembered I uh, put on some noodles <laughs> and I was going to talk to you guys and then go back <laughs> to get them. And it's been exactly three minutes. Oh my god, it smells so good. I don't know about you, but, um, <laughs> you know, only from doing this podcast have I realised that that's a phrase I say a lot. I don't know about you, I also say, anyway, it's just, it's cute to find your own quirks, like I, I notice it on YouTube as I watch, but, um, yeah, I can hear it in myself now. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know about you, but, um... I'm not that strict on my food routine. I'm not really a stickler for routine, um, but I like, I think I learned a couple of years ago, it's called intuitive eating, but it's just something I've done my whole life. Um, I only eat like when I'm hungry because if I eat at set times, guaranteed I'm going to get hungry in between and just start snacking on random stuff. Like I rather, when I get hungry, make a really good meal and like as I'm cooking it it's like my mouth is watering and then I eat it enjoy it and then I'm full for like a couple hours and then about three hours later <laughs> I'll probably eat another meal um so some days I can go with eating like five meals and some days it could be three some days I could be six it doesn't matter um but I know so many families eat at like 6 p.m um, in Britain, that's just normal. Um, my family's always eaten about seven or eight, depending on when we go to sleep. And we know that there is a should that flies around the air, like you should eat earlier for your digestive system, like before you go to bed. But I, I sleep late, um, and I would just get hungry again at eight or nine and then eat again. Um... I popped the noodles back on and now I need to go get them. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. <laughs> One sec. Oh my gosh, I wish you could smell, like hear smell. 
<laughs> oh my god. This is incredible. I actually, um, I haven't had instant noodles for like, I don't know, years. It just reminds me of childhood. I haven't, I realised yesterday I haven't had anything like easy, like a ready meal or something forever. I've actually never had like a microwavable meal, ready meal, but um, like no offence to anyone who has, I just never have because um, I live under a rock <laughs> um, and I had the privilege of cooking every day. But, um, yeah, these instant noodles just, like, remind me of childhood. Those few times that I could just, like, come home from school and, like, cook for myself. I, I weirdly found it, like, really fun. Um, and cooking's always been my hobby. I was actually, like, I worked in a restaurant. Um, like, a lot of different restaurants when I was younger. And I actually had an apprenticeship to be a sous chef. Um... But I decided to go to university instead at the last minute. But I've always wanted to be a chef. Um, anyway, slight tangent there. This reminds me of childhood when I would... The things I could cook by myself at a very young age was like eggs at breakfast, like everyone, and toast. And I'd be really proud of myself and I'd like put some parsley on top to be fancy. Um... And then as I got older, I'd, I'd like make omelettes and like it became a thing. I would make the Sunday omelettes, um, a Sunday morning omelette. I think I, I think I posted that every single Sunday. So whoever knew me in school, that probably was <laughs> a lot. Um, and then for lunches, I can make myself like noodles or I don't know, pizza. I think at school they taught you how to make bread or something. Um, simple stuff and then at dinner I knew how to like make chips <laughs> this is like very young so these noodles remind me of those moments where I could just like cook some noodles for me and my brother mm. <sighs> like obviously now I'm an adult I can make like proper noodles I mean these are proper noodles but like you know what I mean? Not instant noodles. But it's just so fun to like make something easy and it tastes so great. Um, I might bid you guys adieu because I think me and my noodles need some privacy, <laughs> to be honest. Now that food has come into the equation, my mind is elsewhere. It's just in my bowl. <laughs> So I'm going to go and eat my noodles. I hope you have had fun on this little journey with me. Um, I'm in a very calm, loving state. So I'm sending you love and ease in your current moment. I'm not sure if I already said that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll catch you next time. Hopefully the next one is me talking to my guests who you'll meet. Um, but if it's not, it'll... It'll be fun either way. Um, thanks for picking up. I appreciate you and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to a phone call to the world. Psst, don't forget to answer the question below. Do it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>